Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, all right, all right. We've got 24 authors, and this is unique in the way I like to, when people ask, well, give me the gist of it. It's like going to a convention or a conference and you got your very best speakers for the entire company and you say, okay, each speaker's got 20 minutes TED Talk style, right? 18 minutes we're talking TED Talk style, right? Of give us your best short but sweet strategy where we keep everybody entertained, but also where we feel like they're gaining the knowledge and the strategies and the techniques to make it happen. And so that's what we've done is it's like taking a convention and putting it inside of a book where every single one of these leaders, these co-authors are top leaders. They're not people that they're thinking about it or maybe one day they'll do it or they'll make it happen. And so they had to condense everything, which I'll tell you what, it's a lot harder actually to write a chapter in many aspects than a book because the same thing with a speech. It's a lot harder to do a 10-minute speech actually than an hour speech. Truth be told, some of you like, no way. But it's actually the reality. So we're, we're going to get to both of these authors and hear a little bit just about preview the movie, a little bit about their section. And um, as we do that, I'm always taking notes. I got multiple screens here. We got the book up here that we're excited about. There's a good, good little view of it. Um, as we do that, you can reach out to any of the co-authors to get the book. You can get the book on Amazon. I always tell everybody, get the book from one of the authors first because I want to take care of them. Any one of the authors, if you know them, reach out to them. They may have an extra copy. I know a couple already sold out their copies on the first day. So that's that's pretty exciting. So Shiloh, I know uh, you've been in, let's ask a couple of questions first. How long you been in the profession? Oh, wow. Probably 15 years. I have to think about it. I mean, it was like a soft first five years where you, know, you dabble and you're like, yeah, sure, I did that. Uh, but seriously, for about 12 years, very seriously. Yeah. And I know, especially the last you know, two girl rounds, you've had multiple successes. And I only point that out just because you're the real deal. Um, you did it and you did it again. And reaching reaching that seven figure mark is extremely, extremely difficult. Um, it's always scary when one starts over, but true wealth is ability. It's not what you have in the bank and you have that ability and you've been able to crack that, that code for success. And I know it's always scary, but at the same time, once you got it, you got it, you understand it. And then after that, it's kind of like we've partaken of the success. And of course, we're always learning always, but we want to give it to other people. And we want to share with them and we want to break it down in a simple way that makes sense. As I always say, successful people just do the basics better. So talk a little bit about your section in the book, which is page 237. So we got it right there, right? Got it pulled up. So let's, let's talk a little bit about your section and you can give a little bit more insight and principles behind that along with the journey. Well, I think I'm going to, I'll just jump into what you were talking about. I think the first, you always hear this, the first six or seven figures is the hardest. You know, you get to that level. It takes like, what, five, 10 years. And then all of a sudden the next is like a year. It's so crazy because that's kind of the same thing in anything we're talking about in the book. I was reading some of the other chapters. It's like, it's so fun to read like all these people that I've been paying attention to and following and kind of their little tidbits on that because I'm coming into another season where I'm ready to do it 
again, same company, but again, which I think is more challenging, right? I think when you are, you're in a company and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do something new. People go to another company and it's like, no, 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 no. If you want to do it again, like you want to have that success again, 10 exit in the same company, that's my next challenge. So right now I'm going into making another multiple seven figures in my current company um, and kind of starting fresh. So it's been interesting. And I talk about habits in here because in the last year or two, I've gone through so many transitions and seasons. I mean, in my personal life, it's just been wild. If anyone's been watching me, there's like, oh my God, what is she doing? What is she doing? Um, but what has kept me grounded and what has kept me in this game is the master of my habits. And I've always had to go back to that and go, what were you doing from day one? And what have you consistently done? Number one, the habit of showing up. Okay, so first and foremost, and Rob knows this, everybody knows this, half the battle, if not more, is people just staying consistent and showing up every day. Like you don't have to show up perfect. You don't have to do your hair and makeup to show up, especially now, now we're all in the social media life. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to show up and look, you can be a hot mess express and still show up like that. That was my whole last year. And I'm not allowed to say that anymore. I, I committed to not calling myself that anymore, but for, for every season you have to show up, whatever that means to you. You know, sometimes people are going through personal things and I, but your habits will define your success. And I really wanted to hammer home. It's like the easiest thing to talk about. And I'm like, how do I write this out without like, losing people and boring people, but adding a little bit of spin to it. So it is kind of a fun chapter. I make it easy, but it's also, it's pretty basic, but most people don't do it. And you really have to assess your habits, like write down right now. Like I challenge anyone who watches this, like just write down what you do in the first two to four hours of your day. And let me know how that goes. Because most people, I can tell you how much they're probably earning by what they write down. And it's, it's a sad thing, but it's true. And if we can just get everybody to master even their morning habits, everything will change. You know, it's interesting when you talk about that, because that's been um, something I've always been obsessed with and even more so the last year as well, is that most of us are living Groundhog Day when we really think about it. And we make fun of it. And we love the Bill Murray movie and it's hilarious. But most of us wake up at similar times. We work out or don't do the similar things when we work out, or if you're not, you're not eat mm -hmm. similar things, right? Drink similar amounts of water, whatever else you're drinking. If you drink coffee, you wake up, you drink coffee. It's similar, right? Amounts of coffee. Uh, people typically do the similar things for work, similar times and similar places for lunch done with work at similar times, watch similar TV shows, have similar weekends, and it's crazy. We don't even realize that. And we kind of just go through the motions. And so I love always saying, show me your habits and I'll show you your future. Mm. And so changing those habits can be hard at first. But when you start out with small little tiny changes, all of a sudden that's what creates the, the self-image change, the identity change, right? All of a sudden it's instead of saying I'm the guy that – or the gal that hasn't worked out, you know, my whole life. Now it's, I've worked out for six straight weeks, even if it's just 10 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Three days a week. Now all of a sudden your identity changes, right? You got more hope, you have more progress and it perpetuates itself. And so that's why for me, I just, I loved 
loved your topic on that because that's been, you know, you always create like themes. And if you follow Shiloh's journey, she's gotten in. I mean, I don't even want to say this, right? But how much weight have you lost and more of muscle you've gained? Like shape? Like you're in crazy good shape now. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because being in this world, you are so exposed, right? And when you gain weight, everybody notices. So for a while, I was like this doing all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the best shape of my life back about, I don't know, four or five years ago. And like I said, I've been through so many transitions. I got sick. I dealt with all these things in the public eye. And for the first time in my life, I had to go through serious challenges very publicly. So kudos to anyone who has a business and is out there. Like any entrepreneur, anyone who puts their butt out there, congratulations. It is so hard. And, you know, I went through um, a divorce this year. I um, quit drinking. Ultimately, my health was pushing me. There is like, no, no more drinking. Um, so I did all this publicly. And I also gained in a, in a very short amount of time, 40 some pounds, because some of it was health related. So on top of the weight I gained, I gained water weight. So I ballooned, and then I dropped. And I'm down about 40 pounds total of what happened. It was crazy. And I was so embarrassed. But here's the thing. It was so humbling. It was great to show people reality. Like you can you can look at someone's highlight reel, social media, right? And they're like, oh, they've got it together. They're perfect. You know, I was presenting myself that way for so long. The blessing that came into all this of having basically falling on my face, getting sick, having all the things happen was that I had to learn to navigate leadership 100% different. I had to do it not from a physical look. That's challenging. Women, we know that. I mean, every it's so petty out there, but it, my looks were defining me in the first stage of my business. Like it was, this is what she looks like. She's the body. She's the hair. She's, you know. And then it was, no, nope, you can't do that anymore. And you're still representing a health and wellness company. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I do this? I had to be honest. And I had to get vulnerable. So the vulnerability has changed who I am, um, the humility, and also just having to start over as a totally different person. So I say the old Shiloh is dead. She died last year. That's okay. And the new one is risen from the ashes. And um, it's just a more humble, happy, uh, a better version. But it's definitely been interesting. And But my habits were what, what saved me. Without those... And my doctor said this, and I'll, I'll go, we want, I want to hear from you next. Um, without me taking care of myself for so long, my body would not have handled what happened the way it did. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have made it out the way I did. And so because I had taken care of myself for so long and because I had such excellent habits, I, I handled my illness and getting sick and having all the challenges much better. So my habits saved me really in the end. Yeah. So just so powerful to hear and, and everyone goes through different experiences, uh, even as leaders. And I think people just don't see that they do see, like you said, they see the highlight reel and they think everything's just always totally perfect. And, you know, for me, I always, I feel a little imposter syndrome on that. And I try to do my best every couple months, at least to mention something, you know, if not every month, that's real life, because, you know, I sometimes I get the imposter syndrome, people thinking like, oh, well, his life's perfect. I'm like, I love my life. I think my life's freaking amazing. But I still deal with the daily things. That's why I, sh I shared it, you know, it was like a week ago, we were going on the hike. And I'm like, I was a total douchebag, because 
<laughs> you know, like I felt like we had already done the hike. We come all the way down and they're like, oh, you went the wrong way. And so my wife's like, yeah, we're, we're going. I'm like, like, we're done. Let's just eat here. So my son and I just totally left and turned into a little fight. Of course, it was good by the end of the night. Luckily, sometimes it's not the case. <laughs> but people are like, I think some people are like shocked or surprised. And other people are like, oh, well, that's good to know. I'm like, dude, it's just, it's life. Like, that's how life goes. But how quick can you bounce back and mm -hmm. communicate and all of that type of fun stuff? Well, Andrew, I, I know I've been able to to be on, on your podcast and lives and you've been on several of my podcasts and different things. And it's been a ton of fun and, and uh, I've been able to be hanging out at his house out in Australia, up in the mountains, one of the most incredible views. Absolutely just loved it and miss going to Australia as my streak's broken three years in a row to the chaos in the world. hit. But uh, it's been fun hanging out with you the last several years. I know we got to hang out also at the John Maxwell event um, you know, a year and a half ago, uh, that was fun as well, but, uh, excited that you got to participate in this book with your wealth of knowledge, uh, your prior experience. I I'm going to call you an expert. Uh, it took a lot of, a lot of schooling, a lot of education, and then transitioning as a skeptic into this profession. So maybe share with them real quick. We got Andrew, we're talking about six figures and beyond. We got 24 top leaders in this phenomenal book, it's 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 incredible. This this will be the hottest book by far um, the next several months. It's just, I mean, when do you get twenty four top leaders that are sharing the best of the best? And we we just keep perfecting this. I mean, I've done this the third book collaboration, so each one we take bits and pieces of what worked and what didn't work. So on page, we got you on page seventeen here, Andrew, sharing your experience. So why don't why don't you talk, just give us quick, maybe 30 second background. And after that, let's, let's hear a little bit about your chapter. Yeah. Thanks Rob. What an honor to be here. And, and the benefit of having a name starting with a, you get to be right at the front of the book, but uh, yeah, I think, well, I mean, if we talk about how do you become an expert or well, you fail a lot uh, as most experts are because they failed hard and they failed fast. And we just, you know, experience is a great teacher. Success comes from, ex uh, success comes from experience and experience comes from making bad decisions. And so if we rewind 20 years ago, I, I just knew I was going down that traditional path. I got good grades at school so that I could go to a good university and get a good degree. And I was going into the health sciences to get into medicine. And but there was always this voice in the back of my head of like, well, actually, is this what you want to do? And is this path for you? And do you want to be doing this for the next 40 to 50 years? And the problem with that voice in the back of the head was that it was like, well, what else do you do? Like, you, you've got to have a job, right? You've got to work. You've got to do these things. And so I started on this path of surely there's a different way. And I, think I just kind of went down that side hustle path 20 years ago. And the reality was I failed at absolutely every single thing I tried in the first 10 years. Um, but that did give me a lot of experience. And thankfully, I was single and 20 and, you know, did have a, a good profession with a good income, at least, so I could bounce back from a lot of these financial failures. But I tried all these financial things. I tried all these ways to create an extra income. And then I eventually found network marketing and coming into network marketing, very skeptical, but coming in with business and financial skills that I'd developed over those 10 years meant that we were able to just see this thing a little bit differently, probably to the average person. It did mean we got up, you know, above average results as, um, because of that as well. And so that's something I'm really passionate about teaching is actually 
the financial and business skills and mindset of this industry. Yeah. And I, and I want to say this real quick. The reason why I like everyone's story, because it helps us to connect, but Andrew's story is because this is someone that was successful. A lot of times I think we think of what's the low hanging fruit. What, who are the people that you know are so desperate? They need something right now. They've never had success and they've never made anything and that type of thing. And, and Andrew is one of those people that was successful. For me, I was running a tennis club. It's all relative to what success is, but 24 to 28 years old, to me, that was like, I thought I'd hit the pinnacle and quickly realize, okay, what's next? What's next? But I wanted something even bigger. I wasn't desperate by any means. I had a, a good career that I could still be at right now if I would have kept it. So I think it's really just important to point that out with, you know, with Andrew and Andrew takes that take now from an expertise standpoint of helping people to be financially responsible and taking that, you know, we call it niches to riches, unless we're in Australia, they say niches. We know that doesn't make sense. Niches to riches. Doesn't rhyme, does it? Yeah. Doesn't rhyme. Like, yeah, they, they get mad at me every time when I'm there on stage. They're like, no, they just shake their heads at me. You're, they do it in the UK as well. I guess us Americans may be wrong if we're the only ones that do it the way we do it as we go. But last question I'll ask you, Andrew, is why, and I'll ask Shiloh this question as well. I mean, you've been able to start going through some of the things with the book, uh, kind of, you know, skim through and read, you know, and you're huge on personal development. I know that like, you're the one that you'd message me on like one of my podcasts. I love this. I love that. This helped me here. Um, I started seeing numbers spike in Australia. I'm like, that's from Andrew. He shared it. Like start. I'm serious. It's exactly what I thought, yeah. but um, it was probably like a year ago. What, why should someone get this kind of book? Like, what's the difference? Why is a book like, like this, right? In particular, why is it so helpful and why can it be so impactful? Yeah. If I could just jump on that last point super quickly, let's just say yeah. there's desperation and inspiration. And yeah. I think it's, it is an important topic to just discuss quickly that people are going to be desperate enough to change or they're going to be inspired into change. And so sometimes the desperation stories are the really exciting ones, but it's when we inspire people mm. that we tend to get these longer term results because desperation can go up and down a little bit like a yo-yo with some people. So we always want to be inspiring people into change. So something like this book, great podcast, it's about surrounding ourselves with greater you know, knowledge and that, you know, and, Charlotte was saying, if you, if you do want to go on a health kick, you put good stuff in your body. And if you want to go on a business change and a personal development change, you've got to put good stuff into your ears and into your brain. And so we surround ourselves with great mentors and great ideas. And we talk about things so that we are putting these great bits of information into our head. And so then we can find out the skills. You said it earlier. It's, it's the skill sets that you develop in your apprenticeship in the first few years. So like Shiloh, we were quite slow to start. I mean, we didn't join network marketing because we were desperate. I joined because I, I just wanted to lose a few kilo. But then we were inspired into action. And then, you know, I found great mentors. I found great people to follow so that I could really learn. And I saw this vehicle as the greatest way to create leverage and financial freedom in our life. But what was missing was that we weren't teaching people really how to take care of the money. It was like, here's how to make the money, but we've also got to show people how to give that money a job and take care of it so that it takes care of us after we sort of step back and we have that residual income. So that's where we want to make sure that we're getting the skill sets and we're developing all these great ideas and great skills so that we can then turn around and, and teach our team. 
because mm-hmm. when we talk about leaders in this industry, the greatest leaders are the ones who help other people improve their life. And wisdom shall be known by her children. It's who do you help create, not just have a better business, but create a better life. And that's why I love Rob, because he doesn't just share business skills, but he shares life skills. He talks about being a husband, being a father, and what we can do better. And that's why I love to follow him, and I love to be involved in things like this. Well, I love it. I appreciate that. I love that inspiration versus desperation. Um, I think those are important concepts and principles that you're going to learn throughout in this profession, outside this profession, when you study personal development and throughout this this book. Shiloh, talk to us. All right. Well, I, I'm going to piggyback off a lot of that. But, um, you know, everybody loves the underdog story. And I think that's another thing that you're talking about, too. You know, we, we all love to hear, oh, yeah, you know, I was making good money and then I was making great money. That's always a fun story. But you're like, cool. But when you hear that underdog story, that's when people pay attention, like, because it's relatable. So what I think is important about this book and what makes it different is you have all these authors that are giving you action steps. Okay. So there's not fluff in here. This isn't like, Ooh, let's talk about a really fancy way of doing business and how you can look so good in your brand. And it's like, no, this is actionable steps from people who failed a million times. So you have a bunch of failures in here that got it right. Right. And so we take that away. Like I always tell people, if you want to be successful, just fail as much as you can, as fast as you can. That's it. That's that's the answer. Like just fail. And so many people are afraid of getting dirty. I always call it the Shawshank Redemption. And I'll I'll skip the top five greatest movie of all time. Keep going. Seriously is. And so, you know. I've, I've, I've gone through the river of shit and come out clean several times, but most people will not even get dirty. Okay. And you have to get dirty. You have to get a little gritty and you have to, but here's the deal. You have all these authors who I know many of these people personally, and I know their stories and they have failed so many times, but it's about that one time. It's about that one time they didn't fail and the, t- the next time they didn't fail and then the next time they didn't fail. And like, but we, I still make mistakes constantly. So I think it's important to, this is a book full of experience of failing and then winning and giving you the actionable steps to do it. You know, not a book of fluff. We could, we, I, there's so many books like that. And that's where I think people get really exhausted. It's the same book over and over. And this is a book of actionable steps that are relatable people that you can definitely learn from. I love that. I'm looking right here and, you know, a couple of the things in it, the exact, the exact steps to create a Facebook group with new prospects that mm-hmm. explode your business, the lost art of edification and how done well makes you more money. How one leader grew a TikTok following in five months to over 650,000 followers. And I personally, I got to see that because I was personally coaching her from zero all the way through. And it was phenomenal how to be three times more productive without spending any more time. Attraction marketing done wrong is a nightmare, but done right will not only bring you leads, but it will bring you the right leads. Mm -hmm. Uh, The overcoming objections method, uh, this, the real truth about recruiting your dream team that is never talked about the bold statement theory that 10 times can 10 times that did 10 times one leaders business uh, discover what your biggest recruiting tool is, unique strategies to sell. Like all of these things are things that are going to absolutely help you tremendously in your business. So 
it's so fun and and I'm honored that that you guys were able to participate in this book. Anytime I get to have great leaders and great friends come on and great human beings, like I just get excited about all of these. It's it's fun. I've seen the impact that the last several have had and each one our goal is to make them better and better and and figure out like what worked and what didn't work and what do they like and so I'm taking feedback from all of them and we keep improving them and so I just want to thank both of you for participating, for sharing your thoughts, your strategies, your wisdom. And I can't wait to see the impact that this book will have. You guys, I, I'm telling you, you guys will have people because I've had this with all my authors that reach out to you the next several years that say, hey, that one chapter made such a difference for my business. And I keep reading and rereading and studying it and taking notes. And one day, hopefully you'll meet some of those people in person. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in, go get the book, Six Figures and Beyond. Uh, You can get it from any one of the co-authors. You can reach out to them. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on, you can check my my link on, you know, whether you're watching this on Facebook, podcast, YouTube, you can get it any of the places. I always suggest go to the co-authors first, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. And we will end this, but it's not the end. We're going to keep going later. We're going to have another a whole training on this soon, giving you another preview to this book. So stay tuned. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.